0: Hey guys, like the Tech Petition Podcast? Then you might also like our friends over at realitybreached.com. The Reality Breached Podcast is all about video games, movies, and a whole lot more. Things tend to get a little weird, so enjoy, subscribe, and tell your friends. For more information, visit realitybreached.com.
1: And welcome to the Tech Pedition Podcast. I'm Kerry Brown, and I have my good friend <laughs> slash so brother slash associate slash brother in arms
0: slash real brother titles. <laughs> Clarence with me. Hey, how's it going, man? Oh, uh, it's going good, man. Good to be on again. And I'm just, uh, I don't want to bury the lead here. Uh, can we just talk about the elephant in the room? He <laughs> like, probably, what is dude talking about? <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, yeah, uh, Alfonso Af- Rivera, Rivera, Ri- uh, Carlton, Carlton, he made this tweet and it was like the whole cast from the first Prince Bilero. <laughs> <laughs> he said, always amazing to spend an afternoon with my first Prince family, wishing that James Avery was still with us to make this complete. Uh, and you know, uh, before probably after the first year of the show, they replaced Aunt Viv. With the, with the lady in this picture. So the, the original Aunt Viv, <laughs> I think her name is Janet Herbert, Hubert. Uh, man, she did not have nice things to say about that picture, man. Seems like she's a little jaded. So I'm, I can't say most of her response, but I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I read it, please? Can I read it? Sure. Have at it. I'll edit. I'll edit.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is from Facebook name, Black Janet Hubert. I know the media, beep, <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro, has posted his so-called reunion photo. Folks keep telling me about it. He was always the beep, white for wheel. <laughs> there will never be a true union on The Fresh Prince. I have no interest in seeing any of these people on, on that kind of level. I'm not offended, in the least, by this photo. It was an event for Karen's charity. Karen Parsons, Hillary, I'm assuming... It does, however, prompt me to take some meetings in Hollywood to pitch my memoir. Perfection is not a sitcom mom. Wow. <laughs> emphasis because of all caps and tell the behind the scenes stories before I leave this earth.
0: <laughs> wow. Somebody's in the tizzy, man. I was shocked. Yeah. She was not happy at all. What's even weird about this? I saw this on Sports Center. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you saw it on. Oh they, man, they even got they even got Jeffrey on there. <laughs> I, know she, I know she's mad. <laughs> she's hot. It's like they even got Jeffrey. Yeah. And they, they didn't put me on
0: there. The only thing that could have made it worse if Jazzy Jeff was on there too. But yeah, that oh. that is pretty bad.
1: <laughs> oh man, they even got G on there. That's so messed up. Oh man.
0: Yeah, I, this, just a little thing that happened this week that I found absolutely hilarious. And I died laughing when I heard the response.
1: Will's like fifty years old, man. He still looks like he's thirty. He's Freaking not vamp. fifty, is he? He's up there. I believe he is fifty. Man, he's old, man. That's crazy.
0: That's crazy. He's
1: older. He's older than Uncle Phil was on the show. Okay, I, I take the back. He's he's forty eight years old. He's almost fifty. Wow,
0: but still, man, Will Smith is forty eight years old. Can you believe that? He's a He's he's a vampire
1: like Keanu Reeves, man. He, he doesn't look 50 years <laughs> or 48. He doesn't look that old. How old is
0: Keanu Reeves, do you know?
1: I don't know, but let's see. I'll ask Google real quick. We have time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How old is Keanu Reeves, Siri? He's 52. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't age. The dude doesn't <sighs> age, man. It's that magic Hollywood juice. That's what's going on. And... But alas, I don't mean to derail the, the discussion. Uh, well, <laughs> well, we're here to talk a little news today.
1: Yeah, various news, but yeah, that was a I I forgot about that. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. So yeah, um, you want to take the first one?
0: Yeah. So, uh, the beloved Mad Cats has filed for bankruptcy and appears to be shutting down. Um, you know, back in the day, if you wanted a second controller for your system, it was probably going to be a Mad Cats, Mad Cats controller because they were like half the price of the, <laughs> the system controllers that came out. So yeah, I mean, I remember having, I think third party Mad Cats, uh, Nintendo 64, especially, uh, Xbox and Xbox 360 controller. So even sa- I think our that Saturn controller,
1: extra Saturn controller no, that I still it. have, I think that's a Mad controller.
0: Yeah, man, it's just crazy though, man. Because they're they're those guys were like a staple of the console generation, and of all the console generations, and it's like now. I think people lean more toward getting the branded controllers now for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe because we have more ca- disposable cash. <laughs> I don't know. But I know when I was young, if you were going to get a second controller, it wasn't going to be that branded controller. <laughs> yeah, it was too much. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's, just, it's just so funny
1: because, like, I remember for a while, Mad Cats was, you know, it was a cheap, like, not so good quality alternative. Yeah. Like you said, you just need a controller. You grab one, but around the time Street Fighter Four came out, and around the time, I guess Street Fighter Four came out before Rock Band or somewhere in there, they started doing these fight sticks. And I mean, they were like putting some serious money into these fight sticks because they ended up becoming like the best fight sticks like around, really. Um, And they went from being just like a cheapo brand with the fight stick community and with the plastic instrument community like their rock band stuff was really really high yeah. quality as well Agreed. i mean they started to get some serious cachet and respect and you know they started becoming not just known as like a cheap peripheral maker i mean they were making some high quality stuff and i think where they went wrong and we talked about this a lot on the version one season one whatever you want to call it of the tech British podcast and i was always like the old crotchety cranky geek i'm like <laughs> i was like um the this rock band thing is not gonna last it's just, you know one day it's just gonna flop i don't yeah. ma- i used to always say that i don't know if you remember but like they put all their eggs into the basket with rock band four so like they um i think they even co-published it uh and it rock band four was a gargantuan massive <laughs> flop yeah man and that pretty much is what killed Mad Cats was the flop of Rockman 4 cause they put
0: all their eggs in one basket and the basket broke, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny cause those peripherals were like the instruments were the big thing and it just, it just felt unsustainable for somebody yeah. to have all the crap in their house. And you, I mean, like you said, you knew it was eventually going to go the uh, way of the dodo, <laughs> but they got greedy
1: though, man. Like they got too greedy. It's like you can't, you can't release 140 hundred forty, $150 instrument, whatever, with each of your game releases every couple of years. Nobody's gonna buy that every year, you know?
0: And, eh. yeah, it, it, And just to end this conversation, uh, do you want to know how much I bought Rockman 3-4 at the time? <laughs> with all the instruments? Like, tw- <laughs> like 20 bucks? Like like 30 bucks in Walmart oh, on wow. discount. I was joking. Yeah, I mean, that's totally Jeez. true. And that thing was like, what, $200 when it first came out?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was 200 bones or somewhere around there when it came out. I mean, I mean, for a while it
0: was a, it was a cool thing, but I guess everybody moved on. I'm not sure what they moved on to exactly, but I mean, it's sort of like the, maybe like the Wii, it was just a phase. I mean, but still, if somebody had one of those now and I went over to a party, I'd probably be playing it. It, yeah, it's, it's just like when me and you were around Christmas break we were playing um Wii Sports. Yeah. I me, mean, you
1: pre we, we we had So um, much fun,
0: man. So much fun.
1: Yeah, one of our nephews got a Wii or something for Christmas and um we spent like I don't know how many yeah. hours playing the Wii that <laughs> Well into the night. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, man, I don't know what the next big thing is as far as, I guess, is VR. I don't know. What's going to be the next big gimmick? Well, I, guess I, I mean, know.
1: I think VR is a couple of years out just because it's so expensive. But um, if Microsoft comes through with these cheaper VR headsets, it could very well be VR. I think... Um, It's funny because Samsung is stabbing Oculus in the back because even they announced that they're coming out with their own consumer grade VR headset for the home. Oh,
0: really? I didn't know Um, that. So
1: I don't, I don't know what how that's going to affect their Oculus VR or Gear VR relationship, but Hmm. that should be interesting. Well, I know the
0: the newest Gear VR came out with a controller for the S8. They, I guess, they released another version of the Gear, but it has a controller, or not a controller really, but a little hand gesturing thing. Uh, kind of like the new Android thing. Yeah, yeah. Ju- Daydream, just like that. To be honest,
1: <laughs> cool. All right. Well, moving on. Um, one of my favorite games is End of my heart. We kind of talked about this on the last podcast. We had the old um teaser image from Destiny, and then I guess this week, last past week, they just decided to blow their load. Because <laughs> I mean, they just they've been like
0: dropping them gems,
1: yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, basically they released a trailer and I, I'm sure you've watched the trailer. It's pretty hilarious. Um, I kind of hinted on this because I was like, the city, last city is burning. Like, what happened in, in this new trailer? We find out that the cabal have, um, pretty much invaded the last city, yeah. which is the last stronghold of humanity. And, um, we have two, uh, rousing speeches, one from Zavala, the, um, <laughs> The Titan Vanguard and one from Kate Six, who's the uh, Hunter Vanguard. And, um, yeah, they're pretty juxtaposed. Yeah.
0: I, w- <laughs> I wonder, did they get their inspiration from that car commercial, that insurance commercial with the girls getting a new car? It might not have been an insurance commercial. I think it was a car commercial. Like a, a girl's getting a new car and then the other dude just wrecked their car and they're basically saying the same thing. They so one's excited and one's like feeling down. It was, it, was, yeah. it was the same kind of um, instance where they were pretty much like I said saying the same things but with totally different meanings <laughs> times may be dark but we are earth's greatest hope look around a gathering
1: of noble guardians new and old okay listen up um, you're a bunch of dirty misfits but you're all that's left so you'll have to do our home was attacked I was there Fought against the endless onslaught. They kept coming, so I kept firing. Not gonna lie, I was magnificent. Despite the sacrifice of many brave guardians, we lost everything. The tower, the city, our home. So, everything is gone. Your stuff, my stuff, most importantly, my stuff. Today we know our enemy. His name is Gary! Or guilt. Glenn? Is it... I don't know. It's something with a G! Go! I know you look to me in times of peril,
0: but this is not my battle alone. Which means if I don't see you out there, I'll kill you myself. It is time to avenge this injustice, for that is the
1: duty of all guardians. Worst case scenario, you die. But who knows?
0: Maybe you won't. So I ask you, who will stand with me? Yeah! Really, guys, that—that that was inspiring. Also, there will be a ton of loot.
1: Yeah! It was pretty, pretty funny. Like I, I laughed the entire time, and like Nathan Fillion, he's like—he's oh, he's like, a master. He's a man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you can say about him. I mean, he's
0: just—he, I love him in these games. He's—he's he's he's perfect. Yeah, very much needed kind of i heard somebody else say this the game is taking itself a lot less serious seriously uh than it did before which it it is turning out to be a good thing because it adds a bit of character to the game and yeah i mean that trailer got me excited to play it and i fell off destiny a while back so
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's a lot to get excited about um and i mean the trailer was awesome and then you know we find out that Destiny Two is in fact coming to PC, and like yeah. that's just like the mother load right there. October was it?
0: I, yeah. Well, September. September okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Man, that's and I mean there, there's still some questions with um as far as like how are they going to handle multiplayer? Is there going to be you know cross play? I'm hoping that they're able to get some kind of cross-play going, whether it's Xbox PC, PS4, Xbox, like something. I'm hoping that they do something to have some cross interaction because this game is just begging for it.
0: Yeah, I think it certainly can work uh, in most cases, but like the, uh, the uh, PVP multiplayer may be a little hard, but any of the stuff where you're going on, grouping up and going on missions and doing raids, I think it's more than okay to, and I think gears has done a bit of this already. Uh, You know, people that don't have controllers that are using keyboard, you know, you can still group them in together and, and have fun.
1: Yeah, I'm not so much even worried about the PvP. I'm just hoping, like you said, for P- PvE, like the raids yeah. and, um, the, um, the single player campaign and, you know, missions. Like, if you can just do that, I think it'll be yeah, it just, awesome.
0: I mean, you should never be, a, there should never be a case where you don't have someone to play. And if they could, if they could be the first one to really bridge this gap and allow cross platform play, um, you know from Xbox to P to PlayStation that would be freaking awesome that would be a huge win for them
1: and like to me it's not not that big of a stretch because it's happened before there's been there's been a there's been an online multiplayer game where PlayStation Xbox and PC players could all play on the same together on the same servers Final Fantasy 11 <laughs> I don't
0: know if you remember
1: that but yeah PS PS2 PS3 Xbox 360, there was actually an Xbox 360 version of Final Fantasy 11 and PC could all play together. Um, Microsoft was really, really adamant about getting Japanese developers in on that 360 and they made some concessions. But when the X1 came around, uh, Square Enix wanted to do the same thing and Microsoft was like, no, but now that they're more open, yeah, I mean, they could, pr- they'll, pr- they'll probably be able to get some more of that kind
0: of stuff going. I hope. mania We're going to do this. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the whole loot thing? Uh, they kind of explained it away from that last event, why people are not going gonna to yeah. be starting over. Do you like that being like a canon reason of why you have to start? I, over? I just I like
1: I like how they kind of made light of it. Like, yeah, you knew we were going to do this anyway. But, you know, like I, you, I, I enjoyed it. I think they just kind of had some fun with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, at least there's a reason as opposed to just, you know. Starting a new from what I understand you will be able to transfer um your uh, excuse me. You will be able to transfer your uh what is it? Your visual, your cosmetic, uh-huh. I guess is the best word. Your cosmetic character. You'll be able to transfer it to Destiny too. But you won't get any of your loot because like K six said, the cabal destroyed <laughs> it all. But.
0: but we're gonna get more.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, I just, it was just so funny. Like he thought he was making his big speech and he's like, yeah, nobody's listening. He was like, there'll be loot. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: I, very much what I'll, normal humans are saying.
1: <laughs> what's, what's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I love that trailer and I'm even more pumped, man. September 8th can't get here fast enough.
0: Yeah. So, um, on to the other news. Uh, they are making a, new star wars battlefront game and guess what it's called battlefront 2 of course and um yeah so uh we're supposed to see a trailer for this in the upcoming star wars celebration which i think is in a couple weeks from now and yeah so i want to ask you are you excited by a new battlefront game for star wars or did you play the last one, Annie? I played a song, but.
1: I am. Go ahead. I am, but like, my only problem is like, why is this, like, I hate how game companies and even movie companies do this. They start a franchise over. They reboot it, and it's like this is actually Battlefront Four. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there are two games called Star Wars Battlefront, and yeah. there are two games now called Star Wars Battlefront Two. Like, why yes. not just call it Four? Four sounds bigger, and like I don't know. Yeah, it's just I I hate it when they they did the same thing with Tomb Raider. At least with the second new Tomb Raider, they called it Rise of Tomb Raider, not Tomb Raider Two. Yeah, but it's just I. I other than that yeah
0: I'm I'm really excited for the game <laughs> I mean you would think a franchise that's so adept with numbering <laughs> this wouldn't be a yeah. problem uh, but yes it's really really weird but that being said I hope they have some type of single player campaign and just from the little I've played of Titanfall 2 and their single player yes. and how good it is oh man if they do anything that's any type of good i'm down for it and i'll definitely definitely be playing it man i, I, I just don't get all multiplayer games i i, I yeah it, it doesn't work for every franchise
1: yeah it doesn't i'm just i'm just hoping that like i've been playing around because i have ea access for the next month because i bought the pretty much paid five bucks for the mass effect and so uh, I downloaded Battlefront, the first one I've been playing around with. I mean, it's a really, really tight game.
0: You yeah, know? it's beautiful. But now that beautiful, I know man.
1: that there's a new one coming out, I'm probably not going to play it as much. But, yeah, it's really missing that single-player experience. I just hope that they decide to, you know, brush that up. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. So what's next? Okay, um should I take this
0: some, one? Some Dragon Ball Super?
1: Yeah, so um if you don't know like I don't want to get too much into this, but um so Dragon Ball Super is in a new arc. It's called the Tournament of Power. Um basically there are 12 universes and they're all going to be in this huge battle royale tournament. Um, that's about all I can say without giving spoilers, but what I will say is, um, we've been having the last few episodes, there's been kind of a build up to the actual tournament and Vegeta hasn't been in any of it because Bulma's about to blow. <laughs> she's, she's pregnant, um, with Bulla or, or Bra, depending on how you translate the, uh, Katakana or whatever. Um, so bulla is... Her, their daughter, and um, she's in Dragon Ball GT. She wasn't really in the end of Z. I don't think she might have been, but anyway, it's time for her to be born. And Vegeta's just kind of sticking towards Bulma, and you know, sticking to Bulma because Bulma's like telling him he can't go anywhere until the baby's born. So he's sticking close to home, training at home. And um, the tournament is about to start, and they really need Vegeta. And Vegeta's like, I'm not going anywhere. And so Weiss, who is the angel who watches over Barris, who is the god of destruction, he pretty much just waves his wand. Spoiler alert here. Yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> he just, he like walks up to Bulma, waves his wand, and then like the baby just appears yeah. wrapped in swaddling clothes. Yeah. It's, yeah,
0: I mean, that is it, crazy. it's, it's, <laughs> did you watch the video? Yeah. I'm looking at it now actually. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, like I can't believe I forgot about that last week. And I mean, it's pretty noteworthy and it's pretty crazy when you think about it and think about all the stuff that happens in Dragon Ball Z, yeah. where you have people like blowing up worlds and dying know, and coming back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in a in a world like that, it's really not that crazy, but just not really something you see every day yeah. in an anime. So I figured it was at least worth bringing up <laughs>
0: yeah. i mean we do We have animal people so hey that's not too far of a stretch for the baby to be born from a, wa- a waving of a one thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's still there's still a, extremely weird though
1: <laughs> there's a giant pink genie who um <laughs> fights yeah like there's all kinds of stuff going on and,
0: whatever happened to o man I, yeah he's he's still oh yeah i guess they forgot about him <laughs>
1: Just like they forgot about Lunch <laughs> in Dragon Ball. Yeah. Like, Lunch is... I don't know if you know who Lunch is. She's the one that sneezes. Like, she's really, like, n- like calm and timid and sweet. And then she sneezes and she turns into, like, the female version of Rambo. Yeah, I remember her. Like, she was, like... She's, like, a huge part of Dragon Ball. Well, not a huge part of Dragon Ball. She was a recurring character in Dragon Ball. And then Dragon Ball Z happened and then, like, she just disappears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, what, ha-
1: what happened to Lunch?
0: Yeah, it's weird how they do that.
1: <laughs> but... I will say that they, you know, another character they kind of forgot about, Android 17, he is about to make a reappearance. Um, so oh, he will, cool. appa- apparently he became, so Android 18, you know, after the whole Cell saga thing, she ended up with Krillin and they have a baby. Um, and I know you're thinking like, how can a robot have a baby? But they were originally humans who were, um, you know, uh, cybernetically enhanced, I guess is the, yeah. Correct term for it. Um, and so yeah, so Android 17 ends up becoming like a park ranger or something. Oh and gosh. <laughs> in the next, in the next episode, like they're going to go track him down because he's going to be a part of the tournament of power too. They're, and look, oh, 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 and I'm sorry. I know this is a Dragon Ball super thing, but I just thought of something else, which is one reason why I'm enjoying this, um, series so much is with this new tournament, there's no killing. Um. There's no flying. Whoa! And it's it's team It's teams, and like the only way you can win is by not getting your opponent knocking your opponent out of the ring. And the only reason I say it is because it kind of brings things back to the Dragon Ball level, yeah. where it's not all about raw power. No flying. You, know, you actually, yeah, you actually have to be. You know, you have to strategize, and you know, actually have. A strategy and some, you know, some teamwork and some techniques going on. Can he still Whereas use key? You, yeah, yeah, you can still use keys. Still use abilities. You just can't fly. Huh. Um, and and it's just awesome because it, it kind of brings it back down to where, like, because we're going to have Krillin. the The team, the Universe Seven team, is Krillin. Uh, or is it Universe Six? I get him mixed Krillin up. Getting back in there. Universes. Yeah, I think it's Universe Seven. So you have Krillin. The team's Krillin. Piccolo, Android 17, Android 18, Gohan, Goku, Vegeta, Majin Buu, Kami Senin, which is Master Roshi, and who's the last person? Did I say Buu? Yeah, I think you did. I
0: say think it.
1: it's, I think it's 10 people. Wow. But, um. That's a
0: killer lineup. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's just like these people can actually be relevant because. Because it's not all about yeah. raw power, you know, and I think that's, that's really, really cool because you don't really see that,
0: um you don't see that, um Yes, I, I, know, I know what you mean, certainly, because lately it's been about who's the big, the baddest and the most powerful and you can only go so far with that.
1: Tien, Tien's a 10th person, so what? it's Goku and Vegeta. Go- Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Majin Buu, Piccolo, Krillin, Master Roshi, Android 18, Android 17, and Tien. That's the universe 17, which I think is awesome because... There's some Core Z
0: right there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Some of these people you haven't really seen fight in, like, literally decades of Dragon Ball Z time. Yeah. Um, Tien, Roshi, even though Roshi kind of did some stuff in Battle of Gods, kind of. But, you know, not really seeing them fight on, like, a serious level with, like, you know, world stakes. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's going to be interesting seeing them. And apparently, Imagine Boo gets into shape. I'm not really <laughs> sure what's going on with that. But he's, like, all skinny and fit in the episode preview, even though he still has his goofy face. But, yeah, I am I talked about Dragon Ball too long. Sorry. No,
0: no, man. It's great, <laughs> man. I had a lot of good
1: stuff. And that, that tournament actually sounds really exciting. Yeah and i mean it's really really um it's really really serious too because zeno who which is like the ruler of all the universes he's like the most powerful being in the multiverse whatever you want to call it um he has said that there's 12 universes and apparently they um they rank the universes in terms of like their overall battle power uh-huh. so like not just the strongest people but like the the overall, I guess, average level of like all the people in the universe. Ah, uh, does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, I think Collected. our universe, universe, yeah, universe seven is like the second to the weakest. Whoa. And it's like I think this. Do all
0: universes the top, have the same people?
1: No, no. So, like, universe seven and six are kind of mirrors of each other. So there's a Saiyan world. There's there's a Saiyan world. The original Saiyan world is still still exists uh ah. um it was never destroyed whereas here it was destroyed but in universe six earth was destroyed but um Beerus and we like or uh, Beerus and um his brother um we yeah they had a um not Weiss. what's his brother champa champa's his brother so Beerus and champa like kind of right after the arc right after the uh frieza arc revival of frieza or whatever you want to call it in the show chronologically, they kind of had a tournament against each other. And, um, the stakes were the, the, the super dragon balls, I guess they're called. <laughs> and they're, they're the size of planets basically. And oh they have gosh. this big tournament. And at the end of that tournament, I think I don't want to give it away, but there's that tournament. And then Zeno, who is like the super powerful guy, he sees this tournament and he's like, that's really cool. I want to have one for all the universes. And pretty much whoever loses in this tournament, I mean, I'm leaving out some details. I think like three or four of the universes are exempt, but whoever loses in this tournament, their universe is destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty serious. Everybody's met. Everybody's met at Goku. Cause Goku's friends with Zeno, Zeno sama. And like, he's the one that kind of egged Zeno on about having this tournament because he just wants to fight strong people so he ends up kind of looking like an a hole to everybody. I, is there wait, is a really, really, really does cool? every
0: universe who get who loses the universe gets destroyed? Well, like I said, the strongest universes,
1: I think it's like four of them. Yeah, the four strongest universes they're exempt. Oh, so okay. even if they lose, they're not gonna get destroyed. But like the lower ones, which is which includes universe six, seven, if they lose, they get destroyed. <laughs> it's
0: because funny because it almost sounds like a storyline, a story plot to. Uh, solve the multiverses we'll see just created <laughs> to make the story make sense. But, but I, I, yeah, I, I get it. I, it, it, it. It's cool. I do get it. Yeah. I mean, the story's
1: kind of convoluted, but at the same time, like it's, it's just cool to have actual legit like, new Dragon Ball Z going on, and like, it's not just, you know, you get to a certain point in Dragon Ball Z when it's like, nobody, you know, at the end, Goku's, like, the strongest thing ever, and it's like, nobody's ever gonna beat him, but, you know, we found out about all these universes, because that's really, I mean, I hate multiverses, but that's the only direction they could go, because they're just too strong, you know, but I think Goku needs a Rick
0: moment. Walking Dead reference. Oh, (laughs) man. Dragon Ball needs a need
1: (laughs) Uh, Zeno's like a goofy Negan, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, as you can tell, I love this show and I'm, um, I'm really excited about the c- upcoming saga, so we'll see what happens.
0: So man, there's been uh, another Spider-Man trailer, Spider-Man homecoming trailer number two is out and yeah, so we got a few new things in this trailer that we didn't see before. Um, apparently, uh, Tony Stark is playing role model slash daddy in here, and <laughs> it's Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah, and and halfway through the trailer, we see where he's chastising Peter Parker and takes his suit. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought I'm was hilarious. I nothing without my suit.
1: If you're nothing without the suit, you don't deserve it.
0: <laughs> which it was coming for Tony Stark, which is supposedly the most bad boy out of all of them, and he's. He's turned over a new leaf. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, I guess he just doesn't want the kid to get hurt. Yeah, true, but, true.
1: But I mean, I'm, I'm still, I felt like they gave too much away in this trailer.
0: Possibly, possibly.
1: But I, but I'm still excited about seeing this movie. Yeah. And he, but he, they just, I hate when they give so much away in the trailer, man. I hate yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And he also kind of, kind kind of tells them that, uh, there's other heroes here to take care of this stuff and you don't need to. It kind of tries to sideline them, which I think is really yeah. weird. So, I don't and know. And you can
1: tell just from this movie and um, the fact that... Dude, I, I have a feeling it's going to happen, though. Because um, Infinity War comes out next year, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So, like, they're priming everything for Infinity War. Like, I have a feeling this Venom movie is going to come out like maybe a year or two after the infinity war is over and i i i'm just i just have a feeling they're going to link it all together because you know they're meeting the guard the avengers Avengers meeting the guardians guardians of the galaxy in infinity war right so like i have a feeling that They're gonna try to do the actual symbiote thing that I was talking about in the last podcast. I hope they do it. Yeah, I think it'll be awesome.
0: Now I thought the Venom movie was supposedly not connected to anything else. It was standalone. Oh, it's not connected. That's what I read. So that I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. I
1: think that would be the biggest mistake Sony <laughs> can make. If they, yeah. they do this movie and it's awesome yeah. with with Marvel and then they get, oh God, yeah. I hope they don't do that.
0: I mean, look at the Brilliance of Deadpool. We, although it was a standalone movie, it like referenced other X-Men stuff and it was, it was, he went to the mansion. <laughs> yeah. X-Men was all up in there. So, I mean, yeah, I don't think the Venom movie needs to be standalone, but. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, but I am still exp- excited about Spider-Man homecoming. I think it's going to be awesome. And uh, when does it come out? Da, 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 May, da, da. June, June, June. Well, June can't, June 7th, June 7th can't get here soon. To, July 7th can't get here soon.
1: 7717. 7,
0: How could I forget that? <laughs> cool beans, but I can't wait for it. man. <laughs> yeah. Daddy
1: Stark. <laughs> Speaking of. Rich guys who create technology. Um, and we were talking about Oculus earlier. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul Merlucky is out. Wow. Yeah. And this dude hasn't had the best three previous 365 days let's just be honest he gotten a big 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 flack about being pro-trump and i mean i'm not here to make things political you voted for who you voted for i don't care but he just kind of went out of his way to like be anti-hillary pro-trump and that you know techn- technology people are normally liberal yeah and it just it, it was just a it just wasn't a good look for him and then you have the whole thing with with Zenimax, where he like he had to pay five hundred million well he had to pay fifty million dollars, and then Zenimax had to pay five hundred million million, or Facebook had to pay five hundred million dollars to ZeniMax. the company's only worth what two billion yeah, so that was twenty five percent of the net worth of the company <laughs> they had to pay to it's ZeniMax. Ridiculous. and um yeah it's been a hard. I think he's kind of to the point to where he's like, this isn't fun anymore. And if I had a, if I was, you know, if I was a millionaire, I wouldn't want to be stressed out every day like that. I just, it's
0: not, If it's not fun anymore, move on. Yeah. So I guess we don't know for sure, but I've heard a few different views on this. Like what, well, one of the main ones I've heard is that maybe his contract with Facebook would, would have been over after a year. You know, maybe once uh, they bought him, yeah, they bought him and he said, we'll put you, bring you in for a year. then after that if we want to keep you or if you want to stay on you know we can work on that but maybe it's the case where his contract was just up and they decided not to keep him because all this flack that he's been going through that makes sense i didn't think about that yeah that's a good point yeah and 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 as far as the political things i think i don't think the fact that he was against hillary was the big part i think it was kind of the distasteful things that went along with his protest against her that made it that made it (laughs) bad. So yeah man, I just you know, maybe this will give him an opportunity to go off and work on something cool, you know, or or do something new. It's just it's been rough for him. And it's hard to say it's been rough for him because he's like a multimillionaire. (laughs) So hey, you know first world problems. Yeah yeah, exactly. First world problems.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Eh, I wish him the best, though, you know. I think he'll... Oh, yeah, like, did we talk about, like, how he had the best before... He had, like, the huge... Before Oculus and all that, he had, like, the hugest collection of, like, head-mounted devices in, like, the world. Really? (laughs) Yeah, like, that's kind of how... He had, like, this huge collection of HMDs, and he was like, I want to try to make one, and, like, that's kind of how he got started. That is crazy. But, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't think we've seen the last of Parmalucky. Yeah, man. That's such a weird name. Nerd with ambition. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So, yeah, we got it. I guess to round things out, we can talk about a few movies. Do you want to do The Ghost first or?
0: Uh, yeah, well, we can, we can talk Ghost in the Shell. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen it either. I don't know how much new we can add to it, but I will say this. I've been hearing and I've read a few reviews, read, I skimmed a few reviews because I don't want to spoil it completely because I haven't seen the movie yet. Um then it's that funny to say since the movie, the real movie came out like twenty years ago. But still, um yeah, it's it's hard for me to hear people say that this movie is bleak and lacks soul and lacks soul. I have not seen it, so I don't know. But to that, I always say it's sort of like the whole George Lucas and Star Wars stuff. <laughs> I have to say, go back and watch the original Ghost in the Shell. And you're going to tell me that had soul? I mean, I know people love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not talking about the, all the shows and crap that came after it. I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about the original Ghost in the Shell movie. I'm not talking about the manga because I haven't read the manga that came out before the movie. But the original Ghost in the Shell movie, in my humble opinion, did not have a lot of soul. It was
1: well i mean it it's kind of like i was i was try- like I haven't seen the movie either, but it was kind of like I was trying to explain to you from like my reaction from the trailers it's like there's a whole like cerebral layer to to ghost in the shell, and it's like the the action and the robots. And all that crap is just a backdrop for the discussion about, you know, what makes a human a human, you know, yeah. the whole high level discussion about humanity. And I felt like in the trailer that maybe they were going to go that route just from the casual conversation. The guys are having, you know, an opening scene. Yeah. But it from from what I've read, it also, it seems like it's like that's just part of, you know, it it's it's. Very much just an action movie with some stuff thrown in, and it just doesn't really have much. So, at least that's what I got from what yeah. I read is that they tried to turn this into an action movie. And Ghost in the Shell is not an action movie. It's just not. It has action in it, yeah, yeah, but it's more about a discussion about you know humanity or commentary about humanity and. And I feel like Which that, I, I am mean, not I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean I but, think they
0: kind of try to cover some of that stuff in the trailer. I mean again we haven't seen the movie, but I, I don't know. I, I I think I just really need to see it to get it come to a complete conclusion. But like you like you were saying, I do get what some of the people are saying. I totally totally get that. But by the same token, like you said, the original movie is not an action movie. It's more of a discussion or a, um, a look into the psyche of humanity versus AI slash robots or whatever. And I hope this movie at least hints at most of that. And from the trailers, well, it I felt mean, like it did. It was.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you can think about it like we kind of were talking about Power Rangers last, last, you know, last, last podcast. It's like, I feel like they took the opposite route, even though I haven't seen a movie, from what I've read, it feels like they took the opposite route of Power Rangers, where instead of, like, trying to craft a good movie and, you know, k- kind of make, you know, things make sense, mm-hmm. and try to, like, make the movie story-driven, it's just like... It's like blah blah robots, humanity. Let's shoot some stuff, you know. I don't know, man.
0: I I think I'm a but I don't know. I I don't know. I I I might be a curmudgeon, but that's how I feel about the nineteen (laughs) ninety (laughs) six (laughs) movie. I'm sorry. I'm not enlightened, but that's how I feel about the original movie. Oh (laughs) I'm so sorry. I not
1: I mean I I, I can I, I get that I guess, but the other thing is there's the whole whitewashing thing which People are making a way bigger deal about that than I thought they would. Like, I am kind of taken aback by how much people are making a big deal out of that. But it's apparently a lot of people have a huge problem about it. Mm. Um, and I don't know. What else can I say about this? Uh yeah. I can't say I'm surprised just because it's an anime property. And, you know, generally these types of a- adaptations don't do well. Yeah. Um, and it didn't do well. It looks like on a budget of 110 million, it brought in 19 million. That be- last, in America, it brought in 19 million last yeah.
0: weekend. But unfortunately, it was and- pitted against, uh, Disney's Beauty and the Beast. So it's kind of bad timing too.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, but if you think about it, I don't really see Beauty and the Beast affecting the, 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 the target demographic <laughs> for this movie. Yeah, I so, guess that's
0: true. I guess that's true. Yeah.
1: Unless somebody's like, dang, I got to take my kid to see Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. But
0: well, even even on a greater discussion, you have to think about what is the target demographic for this movie. You know, I have
1: no idea tra- because the enemy heads aren't going to watch it. I don't even want to watch it. I probably will watch it just so I can talk about it. But if I if I didn't have to discuss this movie on any level, I probably would have no interest in seeing it. Really. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, wow. it it it's it's a like from the trailer. I got a it's either a or retread or b it's just
0: bland so and uninteresting. Oh, valid points, valid points. Well, 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 I'm gonna give you an example.
1: Dragon Ball Evolution. I had no. I'm I'm the hugest Dragon Ball Z fan in the entire world. Well, that's an exaggeration, but you know what I'm saying? I loved me some Dragon Ball Z and I had no interest in seeing that movie. Not to say that this is to Ghost in the Shell what evolution was Dragon Ball Z because it's not. It looks like they actually made an honest effort here, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, it's one of those things where I'm just not compelled to go see this. Like I am, for example, your name, something original that we'll talk about later. Like I'm just, I'm just not compelled to go see it. I want to see it to, but I, It's not
0: something I just got to go see. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it certainly does. I mean, I I get that. You're you're an honest fan of the original property.
1: And and that's the thing. It's like, I'm an anime fan. Like, if if I'm not dying to go see this, then who is? Like, that's my question.
0: Well, I mean, let me take it back. Who is excited to go see the original Matrix? I think it's that same thing sort of that's what they're trying to pull in even though like you said the original property really isn't that you know so uh,
1: like i don't know like even with matrix wasn't it like word of mouth yeah, and like video where it shined, kinda, like i don't think it did that good in the theaters it, it did, did. The,
0: the dvd it's the it was the first big dvd uh big seller for dvd so yeah, you're, you're you're right on that. So maybe they're just ill focused on what this movie actually can be. I think I'm still glad it got made because me too. Cause I want to see like- properties that are 20 years old, maybe not reinvented, but or yeah, maybe maybe reinvented. I I don't want to see them die. By the same token, you don't want them bastardized. You don't want them. um just brought forward and made into something horrible. So it's it's definitely a happy medium that you have to (laughs) come to with these properties once you bring them forward. Same thing with video games. You know, do you just bring a video game forward and update the graphics and don't do anything else and it still, still has the same broken mechanics? Or do you try to innovate on that and piss off all the old people who love the original. So I don't, and, and and maybe the reviews that we see here are indicative of that bringing forward because they're sitting right at 50%. If you kind of average out the user versus the, the, uh the reviewers. And so I'm true. I, it's it's always hard with old properties. And it, to give, well, I, give can, to,
1: I think I can simplify though. Uh-huh. Like I have the winning formula here. Oh, like, this is my problem with most adaptations, not just of like anime, but so we have most like, it's the same thing that happens with video game adaptations. It's like, instead of, you know, making a list and checking things off, like, okay, we got the major, we got Bato, we got, uh, we, we you know, we got, uh, Tachikomas, whatever. Instead of doing that, find out what makes this interesting hone in on the interesting you know what draws people yeah. to mm-hmm. for example Dragon Ball Z what draws people to Dragon Ball Z is it Goku yeah yeah but in a way it's not so much Goku <laughs> as it is is it, as it is the universe and yeah. you know the things that make Dragon Ball Dragon Ball you know like the the action and you have the the lightheartedness, the playfulness. You have the, uh you know, the giant world. Like th- there's so many things you could hone yeah. in on besides Goku, Chi Chi, Dragon Balls, and you know, Piccolo. Yeah. Let's just cover the instead basics of, <laughs> is, instead of just checking some boxes. Find out what makes this thing tick, and you know, it could even get to a point where you don't even use those characters. Definitely. You know, yeah, like just take the spirit. And, and make something new. Like, because I don't want to sit and watch a live action version of a movie that's exactly the same as an animated movie that was made 20 years ago. Like, I don't, I don't want to do yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. Cause you look at things like the alien movies, the alien covenant and stuff that's, that's out, that came out the last few years and the one that's coming out now. Those are definitely in the spirit of the, old movie but it's not treading over it's actually a continuation and I think you're probably right on that point where it even needs to be a continuation of what we had before in some sense no even set way in the future or maybe in that same universe but a different view of uh, what went on in that universe because I mean I think that's definitely how you should bring a property forward I'm trying to think of another one. Because, I mean, that my- think, about,
1: think about it like this. This is the best way to think about it, at least in my opinion. Think about Marvel. What Marvel is doing with its own properties that it owns, that it created, it's not taking the comic book and recreating it frame for frame in the movie. It's finding, okay, here's a story. What's great about the story? What works in the movie? in in the in the film media what doesn't work in the film media and how can we bring that all together to make something interesting and new like and i think that's why their movies are so successful and the the dc ones are crap because dc is just saying superman check yeah batman agreed. check um wonder woman check now let's try to uh, make a movie <laughs> yeah, yeah now how, let's you know let's do instead of you know Let's make something Ant-Man. Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy. Things I've never heard of before. Ant-Man a popular movie. Ant-Man. It's like, like, like seriously, Guardians of the Galaxy. I I never heard of that before in my entire life. Didn't know nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy. And they said, this is why you should know, this is why you should know about Guardians of the Galaxy. This is what makes it awesome. Instead of taking their, their, 20 year old boring comic that nobody wants to read. They said, what is cool about this? Let's, let's bring it to a bigger audience. Like, that's what you gotta do. You can't just, you can't just Xerox something that's 20 years old and put real people in it and expect people to get excited about it. Agreed. Agreed. Wow. Mini carrier ant.
0: Sorry. No, you're right, man. Hey, I'm, I'm on board with you on this, bruh. I'm on board with you. So, uh, yeah. you got some, some more anime news for us or, or movie you want to talk about?
1: So, yeah, I'm going to do a little plug here. Um, Friday, I guess just to kind of uh, give you background, Makoto Shinkai is a anime director slash, uh, CG graphical artist slash animator, whatever you want to call him Um, how long was it ago? His first film, his first feature-length film, if you want to call it that, it was probably like 45 minutes, is a movie called Voices of a Distant Star. And basically, like, this kind of gave me, like... It's it's really a short. It's not really a a a movie, per se. Like I said, it's like 30, 45 minutes. Oh it's 25 minutes. But basically, he was working at a video game company doing CG scenes or something or whatever. And he was like, man, I want to make my own thing. So he quit... He quit his job and spent like the next six months creating an animated film. And that is what became Voices of a Distant Star. In the original version, he animated everything. He did the music. He did the voices, him and his wife, I believe. And he did the entire thing himself. Wow. And basically basically what happened was it was it was released and I mean it it was pretty much a one man anime and like it dude blew up. Um, it was it was licensed over here adv films rest in peace uh licensed it here I mean it became really really popular and that's kind of that kind of launched his career and he's created like a few films um there's uh, uh, a place promise in our Early days which was his first feature-length film which is a great film you know about friendship and like relations most of this stuff is about relationships and friends and You know, friendships and distance between people. And I mean, which are pretty cool themes you know in, at least the way he explores them um five centimeters per second was another film that i really really loved only film that he did Not these that full I didn't really
0: feature-length films or
1: yeah yeah no. full feature-length animated films uh now these are with teams you know he's a director and dude makes beautiful like his his uh like if you ever watch one of his movies for example like uh five centimeters per second or even a place promise the first one the art in the like the the background story, whatever storyboards, background, or whatever you want to call it, it's just absolutely beautiful. Like the guy's a master at art, and the only movie he did that I didn't really care for was "Children Who Chase Lost Voices" because I feel like he was trying to just he was trying to make something like like he probably thought so, like what would Hayao Miyazaki make. And I feel like he tried to copy a studio Ghibli film. Uh-huh. Like that's the, I mean, it's not a bad film per se. I just didn't really care for it. His next film was called A Garden of Words, which is kind of about this high school kid and this older woman kind of having like this inappropriate relationship, but it, it's not like explicit. It just kind of explores the, I guess the subtleties of something like that. They kind of meet and just talk to each other in this garden. Um they just kinda it it's it's nothing like bad. It's just
0: dude, I'm looking at these screenshots, man. These this this movie looks beautiful.
1: Yeah, is I mean the dude's like a I'll I'll love his movies. Anyway, your name, the new movie. Um I thought they said your mama Oh (laughs) Okay, your your it's like oh Namwa or something, however you say Kimi no na kimi no nawa. That's how you say in Japanese. I'm sure I butchered that, but anyway, it's about this girl who lives in like Podunk, Japan and her life sucks and she's like, man, I want to, I wish I lived somewhere else. And then you have this guy who's in like the city and you know, they're both kind of like not really happy with their lives and she makes some kind of wish to a shrine. And basically what happens is. These kids end up dreaming like when they dream they end up swapping bodies pretty much what? so she's she's the boy in Japan and he's the girl in the country and they kind of like at first they think they're just having dreams but then things certain things happen and they realize that they're actually swapping bodies with somebody and like the the movie's kind of about them like connecting and like helping each other in their lives and actually you know like tracking each other down like it's a really interesting theme that you I've never really seen explored in a movie before, so I think that's really interesting. The other thing that's really interesting about this movie is that last year it was the number one movie in Japan. Wow! Uh So I think it's number four all time in in Japanese movie releases right now. So basically, what that means is there are three movies that have sold more tickets in Japan: Spirited Away, which is a Yama Miyazaki film. Um, and what are the other two? Let me look real quick. So Spirit of way, which you, if you imagine that movie was even huge here in America. So that should kind of tell you where it is. Uh, where's the crap? Okay. So the spirit of away, um, it's number one film in the country and there's three films that were, that sold better in Japan and I'm trying to find them yeah definitely second largest, go ahead second largest, second largest gross for a domestic film in japan behind spirit of the way and the fourth largest ever in japan behind titanic and frozen wow so i mean yeah that's crazy it's it's it blew up in japan it's gross 23 billion yen which is about 190 million dollars but when you consider that japan's half the population of america and in an area that's smaller than the size of California, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so,
0: so are they going to bring this over here with uh, American voice actors? Are going to be subtitled to um, maintain purity? Or
1: I'm hoping it's subtitled. Oh yeah, it it premieres Friday here in America on the seventh, and I'm sure there are some Thursday showings. I found like I was worried that it wasn't going to be that widespread, but I looked up. When I looked it up a couple of months ago, the closest place to where I live in Kansas City was Denver, which I was like, okay, so I'm not going to get to see it, but I looked today and there's actually a couple of theaters in the Kansas City metro that will be showing the film. I'm probably going to catch a pre noon matinee either Friday or Saturday, uh, for like five bucks. So I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about this movie. You know, check the listings. Because there's a good chance, you know, I was surprised that you guys, you know, that because when I was living in Hattiesburg, you know, we didn't get like cool Japanese films because like there's this film I really like called Sword of the Stranger, which came out about 10 years ago. And I really, really wanted to go see it. And I think one theater in Mississippi showed it. So but you said the Dragon Ball, you guys watched the Dragon Ball Z movie in, in Hattiesburg, right? The Revival of Frieza or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, we did. Definitely.
1: So, you know, there's a good chance that there'll be quite a few theaters showing this. So check your listings. I'm really excited about this just because of how, like, much success it's had. And I'm a fan of Makoto, fan of Makoto, Makoto Shinkai. I'm a fan of him. So, uh, definitely check it out. I really like all his other movies. So I think it's going to be great. And check the trailer too. There's, there's some trailers. So you can kind of see what you're getting into if you're interested.
0: Cool, cool. And that's your name. Yeah, your name. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, I definitely would like to check that out. I don't know if it would be coming anywhere, anywhere near the SIP, but I'll, I'll check my local listings, and we'll see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually, there's a the Funimation page. Uh We'll probably post it in the show notes. There's actually a search you can do. Like, you can check to see if it's near your – or you click buy – Tickets and then, yes. Type in the zip and then you can see if it's playing anywhere close.
0: Cool, cool. So, man, um, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? I think we we've uh, kind of used the time. We're gonna head on out. So, uh, it, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go I was ahead, just say, ahead. is anything cool you've been working on you want to talk about real quick?
1: Um, not particularly. Just still trying to learn the programming stuff to do something cool with uh what else have i done um trying to get back in recording as well Uh, i want to do a few things there uh but other than that um you know just getting ready to launch the subreddit and you know get get some more cool stuff in i guess cool cool man
0: and uh, i guess as for me um yeah i've I encourage everybody to also, if you like this show, to also check out DiscussingWho.com, dot com, where we recently did a review of Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix, and that starred our friend uh, uh, Andy Sims was on there with me and Kyle, so that was a lot of fun. So yeah, that's at DiscussingWho.com. dot uh, com. Other than that, I really don't have anything else. Check us out on all our social medias. It's at at techpedition everywhere, or visit the website techpedition.com and uh, shoot us an email if you want to. That's at fans at techpedition.com and uh, I think that's all I got. So, care. Go south. Yeah.
1: Um. We'll see you guys hopefully in a week or two. Go
0: south. Very very quick. All right, guys. Take it easy. Very very quick. Very very quick. Very very quick. Wow. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just smells burnt and dusty.
0: Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Techpedition podcast. For more information, go to techpedition.com slash subscribe. T E C H P E D I T I O N dot com.